0: Hello, welcome back to the Word Weaver podcast. I hope everybody's doing well today. You are listening to chapter 29 on what to do when you get an offer of representation from a literary agent. A friend of mine who has been in the querying trenches with her first book, I want to say almost a year, at least nearly eight months, came to me with this question recently. She just got her first offer of representation and immediately she had a million questions and wanted my advice. So I thought that I would do a whole podcast episode on it because I was in the same boat as her almost two years ago now and it's so easy to forget the feelings and the thoughts and the questions that you have at that moment and there is a lot to think about I know many of you will be hitting this milestone soon, or you've just hit it, or even if it takes another year, another two years, it's going to happen at some point. You are going to get an offer, and it is so exciting. It's one of the milestones that every new writer looks forward to hitting on their quest to becoming a published author. I also want to mention that don't get bogged down with the timeline of how long it takes to get a literary agent. I know it's really annoying when people say that. I used to get so frustrated. I was like, tell me how long it takes. Is it one week? Is it one month? How long should I be waiting until I hear back from these literary agents? And now I understand that frustrating answer of it all depends and it just takes time. I have one writer friend of mine who it took her less than three months to get multiple offers from multiple literary agents. She had a very timely historical fiction book. It's incredibly well written. It's going to be a bestseller. It's about to launch soon. So hers was picked up immediately. It was the perfect time and an amazing manuscript. And it doesn't mean you have a horrible manuscript or your book isn't good enough if it takes longer than you expect. I really want to reiterate that. It really has to do, it could be the season, it could be the timing. Maybe there was a lot of books that just launched on that topic or it's too new for them so it takes longer honestly it really depends there's so many variables maybe they just had a particularly busy month when they came to your manuscript or a bad personal week honestly don't take it personally they don't know you yet it's all based on external variables as well as the quality of the manuscript and kind of the timing of the market. They're looking at it as a product that they can sell, not necessarily the writing all the time. But if your book is well written, is amazing, it will rise to the top of those query piles and it will get seen and you will get an offer. My advice to my other friend who just got her offer of representation was that all it takes is one. It honestly just takes one person to see the potential in your manuscript for you to be off to the races. It doesn't matter if you don't get multiple offers. That has a whole other gamut of decisions and questions in itself. It really just takes one person to believe in it, to see that vision, to be your champion, to get a book deal. The process of getting a literary agent is a long one. It's very exciting once it happens, but oftentimes by the time you do get an offer, you're almost burnt out, you're exhausted, the self-doubt has had time to creep in. So you're almost not as excited as you thought you would be. And if you're feeling like that, that's completely normal and okay. I remember I used to think, oh my God, I'm gonna be like jumping from the rooftops. This is the biggest thing that will ever happen. But I was calmer than I expected when I got it because I had to kind of jump into practical mode and start thinking towards the next milestone. So that being said, I want to reiterate, first things first, if you get an offer, pop that champagne, open the nicest bottle of wine you have, order your favorite takeout, celebrate this moment, and pause to congratulate yourself on getting a freaking offer from a literary agent this is huge and exciting news no matter what no matter who you are and it's so easy once you hit this milestone to immediately kind of forget and jump into looking forward to getting the book deal and what's next and what's next we blow past this in an eagerness to get ahead to get it to shelf but take a moment take a breath And remember, this is a crucial milestone, and it's no easy feat to get a literary agent. You can be in those querying trenches for months or even years until you have a piece of work that gets a bite. And sometimes you might never get an offer, and that's not to be discouraging. That just means, honestly, the timing is off. Maybe the genre of book you've written is too ahead of its time or it's a trend that is past. It's never personal. I would definitely try going back in the trenches maybe with another book. There are a whole slew of reasons why you might not get an offer of representation, but you've got to keep at it. And I read somewhere a long time ago that don't stop, don't give up until you've tried a minimum of 50 agents, sometimes even 100 agents, and then maybe If you're kind of getting all similar rejections, form rejections, try again with another project. Don't completely discard that first manuscript, put it away, maybe timing will be better down the road, or with a little bit more time to process and think about it, you'll be able to finesse it to make it more commercially viable. But that's why I wanted to do today's episode because I know it's so easy to forget these moments, get bogged down, There are so many moving parts throughout this entire journey, and getting a publishing deal, a book offer, is a whole other ballgame that I will get to in another episode. It'll honestly probably take another few episodes, but today I want to focus on my friend's question for me when she was asking a week ago, okay, I got an offer, and what do I do? i had those same questions when i got an offer from a literary agent and i didn't have anybody to really ask or turn to i didn't know any other authors or writers so i want this hopefully to be a podcast episode that is a resource for you that answers some of those questions and if i don't answer all of your questions please feel free to reach out to me ask it in the comment section of the Word Weaver podcast on the blog Wherever, I'm so happy to answer them because I know that's something I would have really liked myself. I won't read her message verbatim just for privacy reasons, but she basically said, I got an offer. I really like this agent and I feel like she believes in my book, but it's a smaller agency. I don't really know how many other titles she's published. I also don't technically have any other offers on the table, so do i wait until more offers come but if i wait and i don't get another offer and i pass on this agent then i'm back to square one what do i do i'm kind of feeling a little overwhelmed and lost like i just said the first thing i told her was to celebrate getting an offer is a huge freaking deal and you've got to celebrate all of the small wins all the little victories along the way no one else is going to do it for you so honestly just pop that bottle immediately and then we can talk (laughs) the second thing that i told her was getting a big name agent can be great but my honest thoughts on that are often smaller literary agencies and newer agents are hungrier and more aggressive in their pitching. They're often able to serve you as a client better. They are usually more responsive. They can be helpful in editing the book, sharpening it before it goes out on submission. Basically there's more focus on you versus a bigger big name hotshot agency that has a whole slew of authors and writers that they're representing and depending on the project, you could get shoved down to the bottom of their priority list. I also reiterated to my friend that agents don't just make offers of representation for pity's sake or because they're desperate for work. In all honesty, they would rather not take on any writers than make an offer on a piece of work that they don't believe in. You have to remember, at the end of the day, it's a business, and number one, it'll make them look really bad if they offer you representation, you sign a contract, and the manuscript is a dud. And then number two, they don't make any money until they sell your book. So it would be a huge waste of time, a misuse of their networking resources to try to hawk something that they don't think that they can sell. They're looking at your book as a product and assessing whether it's saleable. The next thing that I told my friend was before ever signing with an agent at this stage after months in the trenches you are likely exhausted mentally and either eager to sign with someone because you just want it over with you just want to check off that box or like her she was holding out for more waiting to see if she would get a better offer. My advice is Number one, do your research on the agent, even if it's a smaller agency, check to see if they were at a bigger agency before. Do they have experience as an editor, as an acquisitions editor at a publisher? Usually agents have kind of moved around different careers or paths within publishing. So check it out, see what experience they have and what they bring to the table. Find out what other authors they represent. Are they similar to you? Are they different? Have you heard of them before? And especially what titles they have sold previously. Again, if they're a newer agent or a smaller agency, they might not have sold that many. That's okay, but it should be something that you jot down in your pro and con list when assessing this agent. Who knows, maybe they have really kick-ass contacts at big, publishing houses that you don't know about, and that could be worth its weight in gold compared to not having sold a lot because they're newer to the game. They haven't had the chance to sell a lot of titles. It could also mean that they're picky and they don't take on projects unless they know that they will sell them. Before signing any contract or offer of representation, hop on a call or meet them in person if you can. Just know that going into this meeting with the agent, they are going to try to sell you. And sometimes it can be a bit schmoozy because you have a product that they want. They don't know if you have other offers on the table. So I wouldn't show all of your cards on that. Don't say anything. I guess if they ask directly, but usually that's kind of tacky to ask. They are trying to make you pick them over any other agent, again, because you have something that they want. So just go in, take it with a grain of salt. Likely you're gonna hear them praise the crap out of you that they're gonna get you a three book deal with guaranteed film rights and a movie deal. It all sounds incredible and amazing. And yes, you are as talented as they say you are, But just know that none of that is guaranteed. At this stage, they're trying to sell you on them. You have the power in this scenario. What is important to get out of this meeting or this phone call before you sign anything is to hear what their vision is for the book. Is it aligned with yours or do they want to make a lot of changes before they go back out on submission with publishers? This is gonna be the person representing you as an author and your work to editors, so you wanna make sure that they get it, that you're aligned with your visions. Find out what their strategy and process is for going out on submission. Ask a million questions, nothing is too stupid, nothing is off the table. You won't scare them off by asking too many questions because again, you have something they want that they think will make them money. Find out how many editors they'll pitch. Will they blitz a bunch at once? Will they piecemeal it to one editor at a time? Ask who their contacts are, what publishers they plan to pitch it to. Find out when their most recent book sale was. If it was back in 1982, maybe their contacts aren't as recent or as relevant. That could be something to look out for. Agents can't tell you exactly how long it'll take for your book to sell. This was one question that I asked. See again, nothing is too stupid. It's never a guarantee of when you're going to get a book deal, but what you can ask in terms of timeline is, do you plan to go out with this tomorrow, next week? Are we going after a bunch of them, or do you want to pitch it on an exclusive? my book required another couple rounds of editing my agent happened to be an editor as well she really believed in the project she saw the potential and but she thought that it would be better to finesse it before we went back out on submission and i respected that i believed in her and it turned out to be the best decision so the most important thing really is to go with your gut feeling if something feels off or misaligned listen to your intuition you are entering into a marriage with this person and trusting them to represent your book and potentially all of your future work. So you've gotta have a good gut feeling and a good working relationship with this person. That being said, even if you get great vibes, you think this is perfect, make sure there's a caveat in your contract that allows you to get out of it in case maybe your book doesn't sell within a year to a publisher. Or two years and you're feeling a little iffy you feel as though this agent hasn't prioritized you you can part ways amicably but that should definitely be written into your contract protect yourself up front and always give yourself a safe out it's like any dating relationship the beginning is all butterflies and exciting but eventually as time goes on people's true colors really start to show and you know what, maybe at the end of the day it doesn't work out, that's okay, but you wanna be able to go to another agent if you need to. Lastly, to answer my friend's question about whether she should hold off signing with this agent until she hears back from other agents, my advice on this one is it depends how many other coals you have in the fire. If a few agents haven't gotten back to you, it doesn't hurt to send a follow-up to them let them know you've had an offer of representation and out of courtesy wanted to give them a chance to make a final offer a lot of times they're just inundated with so many emails they weren't able to get to yours but by sending them that email letting them know somebody else is interested it lights a fire and a sense of urgency oftentimes they'll say no thank you but thank you for letting me know and at least you've closed the loop and have peace of mind knowing that you tried Or best case scenario is they get back to you and say, hey, actually, we are interested in making an offer. Thank you for checking in. It only helps you to have more offers on the table, and you could use this as leverage potentially with the other agent. Go through the same process I just mentioned before. Ask questions, talk to them, and go with whoever gives you the best gut feeling of who's going to represent you and your work for the long run. I also wouldn't see it as settling by only going with this one offer. Like I said before, it only takes one person to believe in your manuscript. When you finally hold your book in your hands and you see it on shelf, you're not gonna look back and remember, oh, all those people rejected me. You're just gonna be happy that your one agent was able to help you get it to this stage. So that's my general advice on what to do when you get an offer of representation from a literary agent. I hope this was helpful and reassuring to you. It is a long journey. If you're in the middle of it, kudos to you. Hats off to you. You're going to get there. Don't worry. I know it feels like it's the mountain that you'll never reach the peak, but you will. I had the same feelings. I assure you it is all worth it. Something that I also like to remind myself, and I reminded my friend, was that this process of getting a literary agent usually only has to happen once. So once you do all of this, and then you go through the long journey of getting a book deal, for your second book, you don't have to go into the querying trenches trying to get a literary agent. You already have one. So you cut out that whole year or however long it took for your second book, and It's just off to the races at that point. So just know the first book, getting your first agent, is the biggest hurdle and the hardest part, and it does get easier from there. That's it for today's chapter of the Word Weaver podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes at louiseclairejohnson.com slash podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram at wordweaverpodcast. If you like what you heard today, I would love it if you considered leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, as it helps more people find out about the Word Weaver. Until next time. I had a